What what is the best way in your opinion what is the best way to fight off these crazy feminists the the, the crazy kinds you know the ones who are just bullying people online how do you what do you do so that these this group of people doesn't grow in my opinion it's really simple yeah part of it it's a it's a day problem haha <laughs> They. It's a day problem on one hand. On the other hand, I also think if people were less racist and less sexist, these crazy feminists would have a lot less to complain about. You know, I always harp about, you know, they kind of have a point. They kind of have a point. Yeah, they're, they're cuckoo, they're nuts, but they're, they're, they're the, the, the thing they're constantly complaining about that they constantly reel on about, they've these are valid concerns a lot of the time not all the time not all the time this is like sometimes they say shit like saving for the future working hard meritocracy and timetables are a legacy of white supremacy so with that logic the whole of china is like i don't know china has timetables right china is racist not because of the alleged um concentration camps but they're racist because of timetables. <laughs> There's still a ton of um, racism from the white part of the world, especially towards Southeast Asians. And yesterday, I saw a magnificent example of this uh, online, and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, is this real? I was watching a documentary on Bali about how it was affected by COVID. You know, it's like their economies, a huge part of it is tourism. And when COVID started, nobody was flying into Bali, apparently. They were showing how Bali kind of looks like a ghost town right now, all that. Fine. Decent documentary meant to meant to make you elicit, elicit a feeling of sadness in your eyes. Like, wow, look at this island used to be bustling with bustling with people. Now it's just empty. Businesses are closed down everywhere. In that sense, it was a decent documentary. It's just that the way that they started the documentary it just made me go, oh boy. <laughs> the way they started with the documentary was to show Balinese tribal people just hanging out by the fire going, hiya, hiya, hiya. Oh, pukuda kawan. When I saw that, I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> you are the reason why we can't be nice on Twitter. <laughs> you are the reason people get mad. Um, I mean... I wouldn't like it if people got mad on Twitter if they saw this. I'm just saying, this could have easily gotten viral. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know. But when I saw that, I was like, oh no, that is next level racist. It, I mean, you could argue, what? They're just showing the diversity of the island. No, but, but it, no, that, not really. In my opinion, what it, what that, starting the documentary about Bali with that is like, it's going to make people think that Bali is full of people that go ayo ayo walking around in like 
leaf underwear and feather hats. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with all that, though. It's just a perception, you know? Perception that it creates of what normal Balinese people are actually like, which I want to talk about in the in a bit, okay? I just want to explain why this this is so ridiculous. When you do that, you that's like if I made a documentary on USA, okay? And then at the start of it, I showed... I, I I show people speaking in tongues in church. For those who, of you who are not aware, what why is speaking in tongues? Uh, you white people would probably know. This is my local fucks need some explanation. Not all of them are Christian. So in the church, some uh, some of these Christians believe that the Holy Spirit can come in your body. <laughs> come into your body and kind of take over and kind of move you to make these sounds. Now, these sounds are apparently the language of God. So it's kind of like God's language. It's heaven's language. So it kind of sounds like... It kind of sounds like that. I've heard people do that. And I don't... <laughs> Does it does that sound funny to you? Well, it shouldn't. I know that this is the comedy podcast, but that was me showcasing diversity. All right, that is how you speak in tongues. And sometimes when you go to church, there'll be like a hundred people doing that at the same time, with a with a dead serious face. But at the end of the day, it's not gibberish. It's a language that if you go to heaven and you speak like that. People will understand. No more English. The Muslims believe uh, the heavenly language is Arabic, right? But to the Christians, it's... I'm dead serious. Sometimes I wonder, how do you say, for example, you know when you go to heaven, you get to have anything you want. That's how, that's how heaven works. In Islam, I was told... There would be rivers of wine. There's no sin, so you could do whatever you want. If you wanted a hot chocolate, it would just come bouncing towards you. That was what my religious teacher told me growing up, my ustazah. I wonder how do you say I want hot, hot chocolate in tongues, in heaven's language. Shia hot chocolate. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next topic. And the, the next topic is... Ding dong. <laughs> Wait, no, I was talking about Bali people. Um, yeah, so... They just showed the jungle people. What the fuck? I've been to Bali, guys. Bali is a nice... It's got buildings and shit. It's got big malls. A lot of average people there, just the normal people, they have smartphones, they wear t-shirts and pants, they have cars, drive around in motorcycles, have jobs, and toilets, they've got toilets, they're fine. I thought we're done with the hiya, hiya, stereotypical bullshit. <laughs> nope. Just insult the button, nope. 
I bet the director is like, I, I saw, I went to this cultural village, this reservation for the indigenous Balinese people. And I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity to showcase the diversity of Bali. Wow. <laughs> no, you white fuck. You are achieving the opposite. You are making, you're downplaying the development of the Balinese people. Making them seem like savages. Am I suggesting that the tribal people are savages? No. I'm just suggesting that the image planted into the people watching this is that Bali is just full of people with bows and arrows when actually it's just filled with people with iPhones. That being said, uh, you know Balinese people are racist. (laughs) Hear me out. It's not that they discriminate against people from darker skin. I don't know... Uh, people who have darker skin, I mean, I don't know if they do that. I wasn't there long enough. But while I was there, I was single. Here's the thing. I was single. And I was on Tinder. I was I was thinking, maybe I could meet some people, right? Maybe I could flirt, flirt, get some strange peepee touching. Did you know that uh, Bali is full of transsexuals? <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, it's not just Thailand, I guess. Wherever it is that white people like to turn into like a tourist spot, transsexuals just just kind of congregate in this one place. I wonder if it's because <laughs> transsexuals are like, oh, man, they don't know the, 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 the white men maybe don't know how to tell the difference. So I'm just going to chop off my dick and go and look pretty, pretty. And they're going to fuck me. <laughs> I don't know what the thought process is, what the thought process is, but... Thailand, Thailand is a major tourist hub. Lots of lots of transsexual prostitutes. Uh, I've been told. I've never been to Thailand. I wouldn't know. But Bali, holy shit! Tinder was full of these trans transsexuals. All right. And here's the interesting thing about these transsexuals: in their bios, they love saying "no Asian, only Caucasian." Fuck! There are racist transsexuals. <laughs> racist transsexuals. In Bali, I could be a movie star, six foot three, 12 inch dick, millionaire, buff as hell, handsome, but not good enough for a Balinese transsexual. You put me, a movie star, six foot three, 12 inch dick, six pack abs, millionaire, buff as fuck. Next to me, you put a five foot four white guy, obese, broke, old, unemployed, like no neck Ed from, from, uh, what, from, what's that show? 90 Days, some fiance. Yeah, no neck Ed, that guy. You put me and no neck Ed. And the Balinese transsexual wants no neck Ed. And I I looked at that and I thought, man, this is a wild place. Tinder full of transsexuals only only wants to fuck Caucasians. Fine. Okay, whatever. I don't need I don't want to swipe on the transsexuals anyway. They're racist. And I I I I'm not interested in swinging. I mean not swinging. I'm not in the mindset, I'm not in the time of my life where I might 
experiment with, you know, homoerotic stuff. I think the time where I might consider that is, let's say I'm 19, my wife dies. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take drugs and fuck a dude. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I continue swiping and I'm like, there's got to be normal people on this app, right? But for some reason, there was a lot of gays and transsexual people who don't want to fuck Asians. Even the gay people were like only looking for love. So like, like what? The gay people in Bali, they don't hook up with each other. I just find that so strange. Stop worshipping this white cock. Nah, I, I kind of don't blame them to some extent because over there, white cock is all glamour and shit, right? Like, they got the money. What they don't know is a lot of these white fucks that come to Bali are broke. I'm sure they know that by now after years of fucking broke white guys. And they know you cannot provide for me. <laughs> but I guess in their world, the way they think is, there are hardly any rich Balinese people, I guess. And maybe, maybe there is a group, but they don't want to fuck the transsexuals. <laughs> and the locals who want to fuck transsexuals just, uh, I don't know. Not glamour for them. So they go for the the bigger white dick. Uh. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, don't get offended. If I open up a chart, I can definitely prove that in general, men from white countries have bigger penises than Indonesia. I was I did a whole episode on like like the rankings of dick of dick sizes throughout the world, okay? So don't argue with me on this shit. Did I did I find any normal women? On on Balinese Tinder, just want just wanting to meet average normal brown fucks from Southeast Asia. Hell no. <laughs> I think when you flood a market with all these white guys, uh, it becomes slightly more challenging. Then again, I was only there for three days. Maybe if I spend a bit more time, I don't know. That it makes me wonder, you know, some of these guys, some of these guys who end up like with white chicks. I wonder how much is that is I take a revenge <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it's zero percent this is me with my sick mind 14 minute intro this is a new record all right let's start this shit hello you beautiful fucks and welcome and welcome it's the comedy podcast how you doing you beautiful this is number 114 of the Comedy Podcast. Coming to you on Tuesday. It is 16th March 2021. I hope your Monday wasn't too blue. My Monday was horrendously blue. Which is why I'm wearing my blue polo tee today. To, uh, for the rest of this episode. Uh, it's going to be a bit dark. Forgive me. But uh, if you're in the mood to hear someone rant and get mad then stay on but if you want to stay as a positive fuck then i do recommend that you skip <laughs> the rest of this episode it's okay just go ahead and have your beautiful tuesday but uh the reason i was so mad yesterday i mean the reason why today's episode is going to be so mad and ranty is because yesterday i just had a terrible mon blue monday just terrible day I, I was hating my life and I was preparing for this episode when I was in the state of mind where I wanted to stab a motherfucker, right? I wanted to stab a transsexual in the dick. Not because I hate transsexuals. I love transsexuals just like I love all human beings. I want to love all the people. I, wanna, I want transsexuals to have legal rights to medicine. 
to marry whoever the fuck they want. I support transsexuals. I love transsexuals. It's just yesterday I was so mad that I wanted to stab a transsexual in the dick because it's funny. <laughs> For no other reason. Not a hate crime. Just want to stab it in the tiny dick. And then I'll be like, there, I did you a favor. You're a woman now. <laughs> I love transsexuals. They're fabulous people. They're funny. They're hilarious. They tend to be so career driven. It's really inspiring for them to live their lives with such bravery. Just, I, I don't give a fuck. Fabulousness. Right? I meet some amazing transsexuals. And and that's not to say that I'll only love the successful transsexuals. The homeless transsexuals who, you know, uh, living around my work area, I've seen them steal from guys, like homeless men who are high on whatever the fuck. I'm guessing glue. In this part of the world, Southeast Asia, homeless people sniff glue to get high and they get so high they can't move. They're on the floor their eyes are kind of like uh, vibrating, if you can call it, flickering. The eyelids are flickering. They're like... <laughs> gargling at the mouth. I don't know if I should call anybody, uh, but I see that a lot after they huff this yellow substance from a plastic bag. And I've seen it more than once. There's more than one transsexual beggar around there. And what they do is they just kind of check the pockets to like steal lighter, steal lighters or money or phones. And I've seen it a couple of times. I love those transsexuals too. <laughs> they deserve love. You know, they're an oppressed minority, so I'm not allowed to hate them. Full stop. Whatever. Steal your money. It's reparations. Uh, it's just I was so mad yesterday. I wanted to cut off your dick because I thought it would, it would be funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, it's not hate, I swear. It comes from... I want to cut off your dick with love. Because <laughs> I, I love your dick so much, I want it for myself. Does it <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. I wonder if anyone cares enough to try and cancel me. Hmm? No, guys. Um, we should be fighting for transsexual rights in this country. In my opinion, we, we need to make sure they're safe from all this hate because they do get a lot of hate you know one of them go went on tiktok live the other day and there was a, someone in the comment in the comments in the chat was like hey where are you to the transsexual woman who which is a man who transitioned right and then someone else in the chat was like hey better not tell if not she might get arrested by the religious police and then she was like hey, the religious police will not dare they don't dare to arrest me. Because she was rich. She was a super successful, fabulous, transsexual lady. And just to fuck with her, you know, just to prove a point. You know, because I think a lot of these fucks are insecure. They can't handle being insulted because they have small dicks, which is provable because like Malaysia is in the bottom 10 of the list that I saw of the smallest dicks in the world. I'm not shy about speaking truth. Like People are like, hey man, don't say that about Malaysia. Hey, that's just the truth. That's the truth about our country. So all these religious officers with their small dicks 
are insecure. Her name was Sajat, the name of the transsexual lady. She probably has a massive dick. And the religious people couldn't stand that, couldn't tolerate it. So they sent a hundred people to go and arrest her. It was over 100, in fact. Where was I going? I don't know where I was going with this. Where was I going with this? Why am I talking about... I don't see transsexuals anywhere in my notes, guys. I don't... <laughs> How long have I been talking about transsexuals? Why, why did I... What was I bringing that up? Sajat, rich transsexuals. Um, uh, fuck it, I'm just going to move on. I don't remember. Oh, can, you know what? The point of all that was I, I was hating my life yesterday. And um, I was in a terrible mood because I spilled curry all over my white shirt. All over it. From the top part to the belly part. And it's not the horny kind of curry spilling. Not the Indian, you know. I spilled curry all over her chapatis. <laughs> None of that. I was in public, I was eating lunch, and I was moving, excuse me for a second, <laughs> I was moving uh, one one piece of curry chicken from one plate to another plate, normal, okay, but then, I don't know man, fucking fate or a, uh, uh, fate or a DMT demon, whatever it is, just slaps the chicken from the from the fucking plate and it lands on my shirt and rolls down onto my lap. Previously, I would have really enjoyed a chick on my lap. Don't get me wrong, I love chicks, especially when they're hot and on my lap. But this hot chick <laughs> was the wrong type of hot chick. But not, So now every time a hot chick tries to sit on my lap, I'll get PTSD from this battle of Verdun curry. World War One joke. So whatever, you know, fuck it. I'm a man. I can handle a bit of adversity. It's just some curry chicken on my lap, on my shirt. Fuck it. I just sit there, finish my lunch, not giving a shit. But people were staring like, I mean, I get why they were staring. Look at, look at that man and got some curry on his shirt. Fine. But they were like staring horrified. And I really noticed this as I was walking back to my office. People were like really staring looking just horrified which made me curious how bad is it how bad do i look so i i went to the bathroom mirror just to see and i, I was shook at what i saw because in front of the mirror it looked like my shirt was splattered with blood and there was a gap between the stain on my shirt and the state of my pants a huge freaking gap because remember the chicken fell on my shirt and then on my crotch area. So there was curry on my crotch. But where was, where was the curry stain? Right around the dick area. So it looked like I was fucking a girl on her period and I ejaculated profusely into my pants and I didn't wipe before putting my pants up. It looked gory and horny and just wrong. Um just ruined my fucking day but now that I think about it it's damn funny the picture's gonna be up on Instagram later I hope you had a better Monday you beautiful fucks I just wanna take this time to apologize for a mistake I made yesterday uh, I when I was uh, referring to DMT talking about drugs and demons I kept saying hallucinogenic which is the incorrect English the right way to say it is 
hallucinogenic, fuck, hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic. I apologize, people, for my faulty English. Hey, you Asian in an Asian country with a podcast with mostly Asian listeners. Why are you so concerned about the quality of your English? It's really simple. My papa paid a fuck ton of money to... My papa paid a fuck ton of money for me to learn good English. So I wouldn't want to embarrass him and to showcase to the world that I'm, I've wasted his money, you know. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want to embarrass him by speaking bad English, but I don't mind embarrassing him by talking about cutting off transsexual dicks. That's <laughs> Oh my son, why are you talking like this? I'm sorry that I can't help it. I have all these thoughts it has to go somewhere. Go to a bar and tell your friends for Allah's sake. <laughs> no. No, there are too many people who would appreciate this type of comedy. I know they're out there. I see them in my analytics. So I'm going to keep fucking continuing. Uh, <laughs> how many of you actually prepare extra clothes in the car? Guys, be honest with me. How many? of? Because I yesterday I was so mad that I didn't have any extra clothes in my car. I know people who do that, you know, they're very well prepared for emergencies. They got umbrellas in their cars. Fuck, man, these umbrella people. Look at me, I got an umbrella. I'm prepared. I make fun of them. Like, oh, look at you, you pansy. Especially if it's a guy, it's toxic masculinity, I know. But they're the, they're always the ones laughing when it's raining and I'm trapped in my car. And I, I, I leave the car and end up wherever soaked. So these people who prepare, they're, they're doing it right. I don't do that. I'm not a prepper. You know, these people who prepare for the end of the world, they got like six months of food under their bed, dry food that can last a long time. They've got like three giant tubs of lubricant in case the zombie eats their wife. I don't know. I don't know what preppers do. They have guns probably. Yep. But the fact that a little, a little food spilled on my shirt, it felt like the end of the world. It really did. I was like so mad when I saw the picture. Here's the problem with this th that image from yesterday. Okay, I work in a hierarchical organization where people depend on me to give them direction. People depend on me to set a standard, to give them to feel dignified in their work, in what they do, to motivate them, you know? To motivate them, to make them feel dignified about their work. But there I go. I walk in looking like I just, like a chick on her period just rubbed her pussy all over me. That's what it looked like. When I walked into the office, people were like, their faces were like, oh, not a dignified look. It felt like the walk of shame. You know, I've never had to deal with that. I've never had to deal with the walk of shame until yesterday. Now I know how you hoes feel. <laughs> not sexist men can be hoes too. Man, 100%. 100% men can be hoes. You know, sometimes... Like, what do you do on days when you feel like shit? Be honest, guys. What do you do? I can't slit my throat. <laughs> Something I've been thinking about, slitting my throat. You know, when you see when you see a meteor hurling towards the city, let's say you were just chilling, and then you look up into the sky, not a meteor, an asteroid. An asteroid is hurling towards... Like, it's right there. 
in the sky. It's huge. It's blocking the sun. It's coming right towards you. You know, in that moment, oh, this the world's oh the world the Muslims were right. The world is end. <laughs> it's the sign of the end times. In religions, um, multiple major world religions, if you commit suicide, you can't go to heaven. I'm just wondering though, when an asteroid is coming right at you, in that moment, if you had a gun, could you could you just shoot yourself in the head? Could you slit your throat? Surely not. God wouldn't like that. No, you got to burn with the rest of the world. Slitting your throat also doesn't end in instant death though, does it? Because you, you won't die instantly. You would kind of bleed painfully first and then the meteor would crush you. Why add the extra pain? <laughs> I had a thought, what if I fell off a tall building, right? Like they do to the gay people in the Middle East. And <laughs> what if I saw the meteor? I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, this is my chance. I'm going to go to a tall building and I'm going to jump off the tall building and time it in a way so that the meteor and me hit the earth at the same time. So that I could say, you know, in the afterlife, I destroyed the world. <laughs> I had a part to play in the destruction of humanity. The impact of me with a little help from Mr. Asteroid. <laughs> oh boy. Is this getting too dark? Forgive me because, you know, I was having a shit day and I was just like fucking writing all this crazy shit. Okay, there are two types of crazy people on Twitter. Just two types. Actually three. Uh, the third one is crazy religious types, but <laughs> let's not talk about that today secular just secular crazy <laughs> what a niche niche joke here okay the, the, the craziest two are k-pop stands and the crazy feminists <clears throat> two of the craziest groups one group i like don't get me wrong i really like one group the other group i like a little less a little less here's the thing i love k-pop but I can't watch too much of it. I can't consume too much. I can't listen too much. I can't watch the spin-off reality shows like Running Man that come from K-pop because I, I have an addictive personality. I know that if I watch it, I'm going to get obsessed. I'm going to turn into one of these K-pop stands. I totally empathize with them. I, I kind of get what happened to them because every time I watch a Korean movie, I get obsessed. Every time I like a Korean song, I would listen to it a thousand times before switching to the next song. That's just how I listen to shit. And it takes work for me not to get addicted to something, which is why I've never even tried to have gay sex. I'm, wor <laughs> I'm worried I'll never stop. Anyway, I had a thought, you know, I need to ally myself with these K-pop stands because, man, they protect their own. They protect their kind. They're, you cannot criticize you cannot criticize any of their stands if 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 like a, if a k-pop stand killed somebody all right and it's in during the court process i know i know the k-pop people would just fucking oh we wish you well all the best jun cook on twitter the hashtag would be trending set jun cook free he didn't do it or bitch deserved it i don't <laughs> so, I, that's how crazy these k-pop stands are but god forbid if a k-pop stand who supported a rookie date started dating if the rookie started dating then the k-pop stand would just turn on them it's a it's an interesting thing in korea right Apparently, as a rookie, I think uh, what it means is like in your first year or something, or first few years, you're not allowed to date anyone. 
like it's an unwritten rule. If you start dating way too early, the K-pop stands get mad and like they blacklist you or some shit. It's just fucking, you see what I mean by crazy, right? <laughs> Almost as crazy as these feminists. Look, I think humans can be crazy for sure. But, you know, at least if you're a K-pop stand, you're not trying to change government policy. You know, they're just, it's, just, it's just pop culture. These feminists are trying to change government policy so that hard work, meritocracy, saving money and timetables are regarded as white supremacy and should be banned. No, K-pop stands, <laughs> K-pop stands don't do that. All they do is cyber bully people who insult their favorite stands and threaten to kill them. I need to make friends with these people. That is today's episode. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with the comedy podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, would appreciate your help in helping me grow. The best thing you can do is recommend this podcast to a friend by word of mouth. An even better thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode right here. Post it on your Instagram. You can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. You beautiful fuck. If you have any questions about dating, pee touching, romantic, that kind of stuff, you want me to help you out, go ahead and write to me. DM me at the comedy podcast underscore Instagram. And you know, even, even if you have a funny story or an article you want me to sh- read on the podcast, I will do that. I will speak to you tomorrow. You beautiful fuck. Bye-bye.